Welcome back, everyone, to episode five of Back in a Flash. We've got a handful of things to talk about today. First, we're going to talk about the new Flash comic that came out last week, episode or issue number 32. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also have a new theory of ours to share about the Harrison Wells character from the Flash pilot and some of our thoughts there. Uh, you say we, but really, I mean, you give me too much credit. It was well, all your idea. Well, I discussed it with you, this and you true. helped me kind of formulate it. Okay. Uh, Thank you. and then we also have so one of the big things that happened since the last episode of our podcast is that the pilot episode of the flash leaked online yeah so the end of our episode we're going to talk about a few spoilers from that we're not going to get into too much discussion we'll save most of it for when the pilot officially airs but we've got a few things that we can talk about there yeah um and some of the things that are kind of interesting with that, and I'm kind of wondering what the CW will do with that now that it's leaked, if they'll release it officially on their site or not. Like, I, well, I don't know. I mean, I think it, it was pulled down shortly after. I mean, it yeah, it was leaked, but obviously it was on the internet already, so it was right. everywhere. It's, and it's out there, and it's not going to be completely expunged from the internet, even right. if they have you know done damage control to remove it some mm-hmm. it's still going to be around right um so yeah but uh so i think that they're going to try to just ignore it and just release it could very know, well on be on the day that yeah it's meant to release which is right. <laughs> october 7th which right we got happens a, to be my birthday we got a date october yeah. 7th and so that's gonna be birthday. yeah that's gonna be so awesome like what a perfect birthday gift right that's great i couldn't be happier have the pilot air on your birthday yeah awesome I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it. Not only because it's on my birthday, but just because um, after seeing, so you're you looking know, forward to the show. Yeah, it's gonna be exciting. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, and we also know that they're going to air the Flash pilot at San Diego Comic Con in a couple oh, weeks right. here as well. Yeah. They, they've announced that they're going to air the entire pilot for people at that. Well, they probably um, figured why not at this point. <laughs> maybe. You know. Maybe. Let's just do it. Uh, they're going to air the pilot for that and also for Gotham, I believe. Um, yeah. So that should be cool. Yeah, that'll um, be interesting, too. I actually yeah. just rewatched the preview for that the other day. And I, I rewatched the previews for, like, all of these shows that are coming up in the fall <laughs> just because I'm really ecstatic about it. But yeah. um, that Gotham one does look like it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I was really skeptical, but it's it's growing on me. And I'm definitely going to check that one out when it starts up this fall as well. Absolutely. Anyhow, uh, moving back to our topic here, we're talking about The Flash. And last week, we got a new Flash comic, Flash number 32. And it had a couple interesting things to talk about there. Uh, First of which is the death of one of The Flash's major villains in the future timeline. Five years in the future, Mm -hmm. uh, Captain Cold dies, and Barry Allen is at his deathbed. And he seems rather moved. Right. It was I mean, a, it was a, it was a, a moment. It was a sentimental scene yeah. for sure. Uh, there was almost a camaraderie between this hero and villain that was kind of interesting. And part of that is most likely due to Captain Cold's no killing policies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there may be more to it that gets explored in the upcoming issues. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, we are missing some of that timeline, but 
Right. There's still, you know, five, kind of five years he, of a gap kind there. Of sad that he died, but, you know, he did, I guess the Flash, you know, did mention some, like, key points while he was sitting there, too, you know, that he was going to go back and try to prevent all of this from happening. So. Right. I mean, a lot of this future stuff, it's hard to know how much of it is actually going to persist and how much is is going to have a lasting impact on the uh, the universe, right? Right. Because um, everything could change. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. when you have time travel involved, you could go back and split it off into an alternate timeline yeah. back to the future style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that is kind of neat. And then in the present timeline, we saw a new villain introduced. I didn't even realize this was a new villain until you were asking about his backstory. Yeah, because I'm always I'm always wondering about the backstory of all these characters because right. this is the first time I've seen like any of these characters. So right. I'm always curious about. And you told me previously about Captain Cold, so I kind of had an idea that you mm-hmm. know he had been there before. But mm-hmm. um, so you actually had to look this one up because you hadn't heard of him either. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard of him, and I'm kind of at the point where I just I read the comic <laughs> and I take it at its face value and. <laughs> Unless it's a character that I blatantly recognize the name of, I just don't really worry too much about if there's legacy or not. If there's legacy, it's usually made clear in the context of the comic. Right. Uh, and then I'll go look up more. But there's so many characters, I've kind of stopped like researching every single new one that I come across. Right, because how can you remember all of them? Right. So I didn't even know. And it was so well integrated into the story. Like, Merge was just merged into the story <laughs> so well oh, man. <laughs> uh, perfect that i just felt like he had been around and it was no big deal which was awesome like it's yeah it's much more distracting when uh they're like when oh, a writer's like it's a brand hey, new character right hey i'm a new <laughs> character and yeah it was really well done and and the art was phenomenal brett oh, Booth man, did it was a beautiful. great job yeah I mean, even uh, it was mentioned in there that they look like Salvador Dali, like his mm-hmm. merging things or, you know, whatever he merged. And it it was. I mean, it was really well, just really exceptionally drawn. Yeah. It looked it was, really cool. It was fun. It was really neat to see and visually interesting. And that something... pretty. I mean, I like that character. There's, like, so many possibilities with that character. Right. Like, does he have control over these merging powers or is it just, right. like, gloves do what they want and merge it however or yeah i don't is it I don't always know. a hot mess or can you like make it beautiful <laughs> you right know? it'd be interesting to see if uh if there's potential for him to use this technology for good or if it's just purely a villainous thing or a destructive thing right um but it kind of looked like stuff was getting almost like sucked into a black hole yeah uh with one another so i don't know but we may get to see more of him. You know, as you yeah, mentioned, he, he uh, escaped. He escaped. He got away. So he could very well be coming back in issue 33 or 34. Or yeah. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, yeah. And and Robert Venditti and Van Jensen both did a great job crafting the story here, uh, both with the Captain Cold's uh, with Captain Cold's death scene and yeah. also uh, introducing more of Wally West. And we yeah. saw we saw kind like of very the, subtly and just kind of splashing him in there. Mm-hmm. Kind of saw a little bit of the mentor uh, mentor mentee relationship between Barry and Wally in mm-hmm. there. That was 
kind of fun to see uh, explored a little bit, and hopefully we get to see that develop some more over the next few issues as well. Really, I'd say a lot of a lot of this issue was the same as what they've done the past few in setting up a lot of dominoes, and I'm expecting that we'll see we'll a few issues a few issues down the line from now. I'm expecting that we'll see a lot of those dominoes <laughs> fall into place. Yeah, and and really make a an impressive spectacle. Absolutely, mm-hmm. this storyline's pretty boss mode. <laughs> it's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, well, should we go ahead? We we mentioned that there's you know time travel involved with a future Flash trying to go back in time in this story. Yeah. So that kind of brings us to our next point about Harrison Wells and our theory there. Yes. And and I'm just gonna point out you don't need to worry about spoilers in this part. This entire theory <laughs> was developed without any knowledge of the pilot aside from what we saw in the trailer. Yes. So we'll give you a fair warning when we're coming up on pilot spoilers. Uh, but right now, you're, you're good. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so Harrison Wells, uh, played by Tom Cavanaugh, mm-hmm. right? At, uh, at the upfronts, Tom Cavanaugh did an interview with someone. I think it was IGN. And he mentioned that... Uh, he had been warned not to say too much about his character. And and so my question is... <laughs> Immediately, if, like little alarms if, go off. If he was warned not to say too much about his character, right. what are the chances that he's really playing a new character, or that he's really playing a new character, one that hasn't existed in the comics? Right. Because if it was a new character, you'd think they would want to publicize him as much as possible so that people are aware of what kind of role he's playing in yeah, the show and absolutely. why he matters you know a right. lot of times that's the case it, and and if you think back to like star trek into darkness this past summer uh there there was all this hush hush about who benedict cumberbatch was playing and they said he was playing john harrison and people kept asking if he was playing Khan, and it kept getting denied uh and i'm kind of just getting a lot of the same feeling here that yeah that if they were really introducing a new character, they probably would have said a little bit more about him, wouldn't have kept us in right. so in the dark about it. Right, wouldn't have tried to keep it such a secret. So, the the folks over at uh, Flash TV Talk, one of our fellow Flash podcasters, gave their theory that he might actually be reverse Flash from the future who came back and murdered Barry's mother. Right. I have a little bit different theory. It's a yeah. f- fair theory, and there's been there's been quite a few comic stories in the past where Reverse Flash has come back to the f- back from the future to mess with Barry in the present timeline. And I can kind of see. I mean, I can understand like where that comes from. Honestly, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. makes sense. That yeah, he could. T- I mean, that is a possibility. It definitely but is. I don't know. I just there's I, he doesn't seem quite villainous. No, he to doesn't. Me. But, I mean, you could also make the argument that Lex Luthor at the start of Smallville didn't seem particularly villainous, nor did Slade Wilson at the start of Arrow. I mean, Mm. he was more or less a friend to uh, Ollie. Actually, I didn't like Slade initially. He grew on me and then turned out to be a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) So. 
Well. Regardless. <laughs> anyhow. Right. He, uh, yes. he, he doesn't really strike me as being a particularly villainous character either. And especially, I think it would be odd to have a villainous character be so closely tied to the Flash's origin story. Yeah. Like, that Wells is the one that created the... Uh, like, if you if particle, you really wanted to stop him, collider. then why not stop any one of those things from happening and just end it at that point, right. you know? Right, So, So there's a little bit of a gap there that I'm questioning. Um, the other piece that I'm interested in is when I look at pictures of of uh, Grant Gustin and Tom Cavanaugh, mm-hmm. and if you just look at the two of them side by side and tell me that they don't look <laughs> at least a little bit similar. They both have very tall tall faces and long necks. Uh, yes. And, and they could be related. Yeah. I mean, they, they look very related, yeah. at least to me. And, and I could even see, you know, I could almost go as far as to say that Tom Cavanaugh looks like an older version of Grant Gustin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, yeah. Is, which is where my theory comes into play. My theory is that rather than having uh, Tom Cavanaugh playing Reverse Flash from the future, mm-hmm. I think he's actually playing Barry Allen from the future. I think that he came back in time to ah. attempt to stop Reverse Flash killing uh, his own mother. Right followed reverse flash back in time and in doing so he somehow lost his powers and spent the 20 years where barry was growing up uh rebuilding this particle accelerator particle collider rather and giving himself his powers (laughs) (laughs) wow that's deep what do you think no i think that that is that would be awesome honestly yeah i mean that's totally plausible too i I, and it gives me kind of like a back to the future vibe with all of these time travel elements that i think could be really fun but really i mean wow so he would have created himself that's right crazy yeah but cool yeah so how would that play out in a series though well i mean my guess is that it would just be hinted at for quite a long time, and then they'd probably have some big reveal episode where they they show him in the future and show him traveling back in time. And this is purely speculative, right. of course. Yeah, sure. Um, but we know that he's got some sort of mysteries going on. Like we and they saw do look in very that, similar. They do. Yeah, they do. And and we know that David Rapport likes to cast similarly looking actors for related roles yeah like with tommy and malcolm merlin you can't tell me that they don't look pretty darn similar oh yeah no definitely and that was one thing like in all of the promotional materials for arrow they were really careful not to show both of them in the same shot until that reveal because it was supposed to be a big surprise who who john barrowman was playing and it would have been very obvious obviously yeah right it would have been pretty obvious if you showed them both in the same shot for people to say, hey, they look really similar. Right. <laughs> I wonder if he's playing Tommy's dad. Yeah. Because hmm. uh, we haven't seen his dad yet, and he's only been right. hinted at. Yeah. Right. So. Anyway. So, so that's that's part of my hunch as well. Yeah. 
No, definitely. I, I like that idea. Mm-hmm. I think that that's totally possible because yeah. they do look very similar. And um, we do. I guess this is the point where we start talking about spoilers. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. So you may want to cut, cut the episode <laughs> short here. And if you want to talk with us about stuff, you can reach us on Twitter at Flash Fanatics or on Facebook at Flash Fanatics. And our website is yes. backinaflashfanatics.blogspot.com. Yeah, and um, that's where we ho- like we have all of our podcasts there. So if they want to go back and re-listen yeah. to something else, they can. Yep, and leave us some reviews on iTunes. Check us out there. But for right now, fair warning, we're going to get into spoiler territory and talk <laughs> just a little bit about the Flash pilot now that that's leaked. Yes, because what I was going to say is that um, the, another thing that kind of feeds that theory is that we see at the end the um, futuristic newspaper. Right. right. So we saw in the very last shot of the pilot episode, Harrison Wells uh, goes into his little secret chamber that was hinted at in the trailer. He stands up Gets from his wheelchair. Up. Yes. Just huh. as if it's nothing. Shocker. Right? Takes off his glasses, tosses them down, and walks over to this little hologram. So obviously he can walk. He doesn't need his glasses. Right. Doesn't need his glasses. He can walk. And he's got a hologram that shows a newspaper from 10 years in the future. The headline is uh, 2024, right? Yeah. And the headline on that newspaper is The Flash Disappears in Crisis. Right? Right. So... We know, A, that he is from the future because he wouldn't have this kind of tech right. if he wasn't. He yes. wouldn't have this newspaper from the future if he wasn't either someone who was able to time travel or... Uh, or, I mean, he's got technology far beyond what anybody else at right. Star Labs has. So, I mean, right. at the very least, it's something's going on. Something yeah. definitely is going on. Um so that was one walk. thing, and he can walk, and... Which he, I mean, unless he could have walked this whole time, and he was just faking the wheelchair the whole time, which I don't understand why he would have, but like, um, but well, I guess he kind of was. So my guess there, my guess there is that uh, he actually was injured in the particle collider accident, mm-hmm. and had to be in a wheelchair, but because he's the Flash and has these super speed powers, he healed quickly. You know, right. we saw these fast healing abilities in the pilot as well. The Flash fractured his wrist and, or Barry f- fractured his wrist and was healed within an hour. So on this newspaper, we saw the headline. The main headline was uh, Flash Disappears in Crisis. Yes. Right? And then underneath that, we had another headline. Yeah. Do you remember what that one was? Um, it was Wayne Industries uh, uh, and Clean Consolidated. Queen Consolidated, yeah, merged. merged together. Yeah. So it was a mention in the pilot episode of the Flash series, a mention of Wayne Enterprises. Right. Uh, which, which is, is pretty so cool. cool. Yeah. I mean, it. I would say that this doesn't necessarily mean that it's part of the Superman Batman movie universe but i think that it it, Uh, at least opens the door to possibilities like yeah we could potentially see other characters making you know appearances like on the show or something you know cameos or something on this show because that door is 
there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unless they were just doing a friendly nod. Right. Which it could very well be because this is a headline from 10 years down the road. So unless Arrow's got another 10 years in it, or another 8 years in it, I guess. No, 10 years. Unless Arrow's got another 10 years in it, (laughs) we're not actually going to see the events from that headline take place. There is such a thing as, like, a jump in time, though. Like, they could say, like, three years later or something, or they could, like, mess up the years so it's not consecutive years. I mean, as it is right now, I feel like all this stuff has happened in more than just two years. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think they've been pretty consistent. Has it been seriously just two years? Wow. Yeah. I think so, which was the way they did it in Smallville as well, and that's kind of why I'm I mean, I feel it. like they have the option of doing some timey-wimey stuff. They do. They absolutely do. I mean, they could do whatever they want with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that ty- that type of, like, long-term payoff stuff would be really cool to me to see them, like, hint at it now. Yeah. And if the show actually continues, if Arrow continues for another 10 years, right. which is a really long stretch, like... That would be a really impressive run for a show, for any Absolutely. show. Um, but if it does, and then in like season 12, we see Batman show up or see Bruce Wayne show up right. and sign a contract with uh, with Stephen Amell and say the two companies are one. That would be amazing. Uh, it would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Um couple other little spoilers that were pretty fun from the pilot episode a big one was the cage that we saw in star labs that was labeled grod yeah grod's cage that Uh, was kind of cool yeah and i know that you don't think that they could do any kind of gorilla grod in the tv series because of a budget issue but i don't know i feel like the more that i think about it the more i i really truly think that they could pull it off you think so yeah i mean so how, how do you think they'd do it? you think it would be CGI or costumed? I think it would be part, well, part CGI and part real gorilla. Part real gorilla. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like musicians get animals for their music videos every once in a while, like wild animals. Like, why couldn't they go borrow, like, a trained gorilla from somewhere and put it in a show for like a few minutes i feel like this is a possibility i don't know i i have a bit of a hard time seeing it i think that you could probably do like a costume with some cgi to uh enhance the costume and make it not look quite so corny right um and i think that's a lot more uh feasible than trying to do a trained gorilla um I don't, but know. I don't I don't know. I, I don't really know the... much about the trained gorilla market. <laughs> Nor do I. I just assume, honestly, that there's got to be one. But right. I, I guess I also feel like it depends on where the storyline goes as well. Because if they're just showing him before he... If they do flashbacks mm-hmm. before he, you know, I guess... I, I don't I don't want to say he mutates. Because he's not like an exceptionally large gorilla even after he gets these powers, right? Where right. he's just... A regular size gorilla. Yeah, more or less. So, I, mean, I mean, and gorillas are large. They're but, huge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I don't know. Maybe they could visit him in a lab or something like that. You know, there's maybe. different possibilities of maybe 
you know, ways that they could definitely include right. his storyline, I think, as well right. into the TV series. And maybe just have him not be like a hyper-intelligent gorilla, but just a loose gorilla or something. Yeah, something. Uh, because I think that having a hyper-intelligent gorilla is going to be difficult. I think that's going to be the challenge. Like, getting a gorilla on set is one thing, and having him, like, in a cage on set, but having him, like, actually do stuff on set, I think you're entering into a whole (laughs) other world of logistical challenges. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean... We'll have to see. I don't know. Them. It'd be cool. I'd be really excited to see Gorilla yeah. Grodd. Like just episode. having his storyline, I think, would be interesting, you know, mm-hmm. and as well as all these other characters, mm-hmm. you know. Definitely. To see him develop as well. Definitely. And they could do any number of things with that character, sure. really. I mean Yeah, all there's that, like endless. All that's really like set for Gorilla Grodd is that he's a gorilla. <laughs> yeah. And they could do whatever they want. And really that. smart, right? So yeah. they could do whatever, for sure. Was there um, any other big spoilers? Uh, no big spoilers. There were a couple other little pieces that were uh, fun nods for comic fans. Uh, the TV reporter was Linda Park. And they gave that name uh, on the broadcast report. Oh. And Linda Park is Wally West's wife in the comics. Oh, cool. Uh, so that was fun. I, I, I mean, it doesn't mean anything about... Wally West being in the show at all is just a reporter, but it was a fun nod to yeah. say Linda Park, you know. I, they're so um, genius to, to sprinkle in all of these little, like, things everywhere, too, because mm-hmm. not only do people truly appreciate those things, but also, I mean, they just set themselves up for, like, so many options right. down the road or whatever. Right. They may not ever use any of these pieces. They might just be one and done type right. of thing, but... There's always that option when they put mm-hmm. it in there. And that's just, it's um, so cool like yeah. that they are like, here, let's give you little tastes of all this stuff all the time. Yeah, definitely. And there was, e- there was even one more little mention. It wasn't actually like an intentional character mention. But when, uh, when Iris came to meet uh, Barry before they went to the atom smashing... Mm-hmm. at the the particle uh, collider. Right. Um, she said, so are we ready to go see this Atom Smasher? And then she corrected herself, Atom Smashing. Uh, but what? Adam Adam Smasher. Yeah. Adam Smasher is just like this really tiny, uh, tiny like C or D list DC character. Really? Yep. Just a really small character. And I, I'm... Sh- I'm sure that's not going to become anything no, more than I'm just the sure. mention. Uh, yeah, but it was but... it was fun. They really like to sprinkle these Easter eggs in these episodes, um, and they're you can all tell over... that they are like true. Right. I mean, they're true comic lovers. Like they are right. in it too. You know, and right. that's really cool. It well, definitely I mean, comes across. Um... Yeah. I mean, the writer of the pilot episode was Jeff Johns, mm-hmm. uh, who's written Flash comics for ages and. Uh, He's made his name writing comics, so he definitely is into that yeah. world. And uh, now I'm just wondering if we're going to start seeing the number 52 pop up in Flash <laughs> all sure. over the place as much as we have in Arrow. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't I'm know sure. what DC's thing with the number 52 is. I'm just waiting for some <laughs> payoff eventually. They've been <laughs> planting this number in all their books for ages. Uh, 
And they've never said why? No. Really? Not that I'm aware of. They've never said why, never done anything with it. It's just been something that they've done for a really long time. That's kind of cool. I wonder how they decided upon that. They're like, oh, hey, I, don't know. I have a great idea. Let's just, everything's 52. Right. Everything's 52. <laughs> That's really cool. I don't know. It's, you know. Yeah. All right, you guys. So thanks for listening. We're actually going to take one extra week break this time because I'm writing my master's paper and uh, San Diego Comic-Con is going on. So we're going to wait for Comic-Con news. and That way uh, we can talk about all the juicy stuff that's happening there. Yeah, we can talk about all the new stuff from that and have all sorts of different things to talk about. And it should be a lot of fun. Uh, so we'll be back in three weeks with the next episode of Back in a Flash. So we'll see you then.